G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. 2020, bringing a biblical perspective on life, culture and current events. Weekdays on UCB's Vision Radio Network. Find out more at vision.org.au. G'day and welcome to the 2020 podcast. I'm Matt Gees and on today's program we spoke about Bike for Bibles. You've probably heard of it. It's been running for many years in different states of Australia, but this year they're having their first national event, riding from Broome to Sydney. Now it's been dubbed the Epic Bike for Bibles and it's their biggest undertaking yet. Greg Clark is the CEO of the Bible Society Australia and he joined me on the line with more details about the ride. I started by asking him whether he was out on the ride as well. No, Matt, I'm not sure I would uh, would uh, meet the fitness levels for this ride. It's a big one. Sounds uh, sounds pretty huge. Broome to Sydney. Now, how many kilometres is that exactly? I think it's around 7,200 kilometres through four states, even across that whole arid stretch of the Nullarbor. It's uh, not for the faint-hearted, this one. Wow. Now, the Bike for Bibles ride kicked off, uh, what was it, Saturday uh, before... Uh, heading off, uh, crisscrossing the country and, and raising awareness for the Bible Society. Is that right? Yep. Just when the Tour de France was kicking off, we were uh, kicking off our ride up in Broome uh, with this incredible team of riders. I mean, there's about 70 riders who have committed to do some of the of the trip. 22 of them are doing the whole journey all the way from Broome to Sydney, the whole 7,000 kilometres. And I'm just in awe of them, um, not only because they can ride that far, but their commitment to raising money for us. It's just It's just heartwarming. Well, Greg, let's just uh, take it back a little bit here. Let's uh, remind ourselves exactly what Bike for Bibles is all about and how long it's been running. It started in uh, about 1984 um, when a group of people were saying, well, how can we, how can we engage a new group of uh, Aussies with this desperate need to provide Bibles in Australia and around the world? And uh, so some keen bean cyclists said, let's, let's start a cycling uh, uh, fundraiser. And it's been incredibly successful over that time. It's raised nearly $13 million um, for Bible distribution and all sorts of Bible-based welfare programs in Australia and, and also overseas. So the uh, the commitment's been there all the way through. I've got to pay special tribute to the Bike for Bibles organiser, Jim Blacksland. And I've got to tell you, this guy is turning 70 on the ride. Wow. And he's the fittest one there. <laughs> uh, Jim Blacksland has, has just made this into a fantastic uh, fundraiser for the Bible Society across the last um, 20 years or so. I mean, I have to say, he's, he's crazy. You know, you've got to be crazy to hit the road like that over and over again. Um, but it's the kind of crazy that we like because he just, he just enthuses everyone to ride with him and not only complete an incredible feat, but also raise uh, enormous amounts of funds for our mission. Now, it wasn't that long ago that the Bike for Bibles program actually got a, a great publicity boost with a, a special documentary that aired on the Seven Network. I think it was around Christmas time last year, wasn't it? That's right. It was Christmas Christmas 2011. We uh, we had a doco made of one of the trips and uh, it aired on Christmas Day around lunchtime, uh, which I just thought was fantastic as a, a real sign of the difference, I guess, that it makes when you, you know the Christmas story and uh, you want to do anything you can, really, to make the name of Christ known. Um, so it's been great to have that kind of uh, exposure. But I think uh, 
Like people in country towns around Australia know Bike for Bible so well. They see the uniforms, they see people ride into town. And I've got to say, the local churches are incredibly hospitable to our riders, often putting on dinners and doing their own fundraisers. And uh, the team really love it. Well, how does the fundraising work, Greg? I mean, like, it's one thing to ride from Broome to Sydney, the 7,000k ride, but it's a whole other thing to be able to uh, actually get funds together to raise the awareness of what the Bible Society are doing. Yes, well, each each rider commits to raise a certain level of funds uh, themselves for the ride. Um, They have their own ways of doing that, but uh, the easiest way, of course, is through our website, biblesociety.org.au slash bikes where you can find out all about the uh, the Bike for Bibles movement and you can uh, donate there as well. But individual riders um, sort of compete with each other, not only on the road, but also to raise the, the funds. So it's got, a, it's got a sort of double competitive edge to it. Okay. Greg, tell us a little bit more about where this money's going to go. As uh, the funds are raised for Bibles, what particular Bibles are we fundraising for and where does this go? Yeah, thanks, Matt. Well, this, this time around... Um, Bike for Bibles is raising money for projects in Australia that put Bibles into schools, hospitals, prisons and the Defence Force and especially into Indigenous communities. But they're also committing to uh, one of our big international projects in five South American countries called Read to Live. And this is a literacy project that helps especially uh, young women who've been uh, caught in domestic violence to learn to read using Bible-based materials, which not only teach them how to read, but also show them the love of God, uh, which they really need in some very difficult situations. So Bike for Bibles is trying to raise around $400,000 through this ride. I was told as they left on the first day, they'd already raised 91000 on the first day. So I'm very, very encouraged that we might hit our target of 400000 but we'd love any support that can help us get there. Now, obviously, as you go through different towns, you just said there that uh, you know, you've, you've got in touch with uh, local churches who are helping out with uh, providing accommodation and rest stops and whatnot along the way. Uh, are they helping also with the fundraising? Yes, I believe so. And people are very generous. Uh, once they see the commitment of the riding team, it's just inspiring to say, we want to be behind this. We want to, we want to make it happen. And uh, look, to be honest, it's what Bible Society's done really well for the last 200 years is to show people in Australia the great need around the world and then all the resources God has given us to help to meet that need. And uh, I'm just always humbled and blessed by the way people do dip into their pockets and not just in giving money, but prayer support. Uh, As I said, the hospitality they show to the writing team and just the general involvement with Bible Society, turning up to events and and, uh, keeping us on your radar. We really appreciate it. Greg, looking at some of the logistics of a ride like this, though, I mean, like it's a great idea because it it gets people's attention. You know, such a, a massive bike ride is automatically going to have people thinking, "Wow, what is so good that people are going to ride this amount of kilometres for for fundraising?" And obviously, you know, getting God's word out into so many areas, like you just said, you know, hospitals, defence forces, indigenous communities, is obviously a very worthy cause, but. Some of the logistics of this event, how do you handle that? I mean, like 7,000 Ks from one side of Australia to the other, it can't be easy for the Bible Society to coordinate. It's been a long time in the planning. Uh, Jim Blackson does a brilliant job of pulling it off. We've got all the equipment we need. We uh, train the riders. Uh, Everyone knows what it's going to be like. I think of of the the whole journey, which started on uh, 30th of June and runs till 1st of September, I think there's only 12 nights where they actually sleep in a bed. (laughs) The rest of the time, it's tents and school halls and uh, 
two-star motels and <laughs> all in the freezing cold of winter. So it's it's real commitment. And I, I have to say that, you know, bike riders are a little bit crazy, Matt. They're, they're a crazy breed and they love a challenge. And um, people just put their hand up for this sort of thing because they love it. And there are some people on the ride who've been doing it for up to 20 years or so and they know each other and it's a great sense of fellowship as they ride. Uh, not all Christians, but most people on the ride have some sort of Christian commitment. And even those who don't are just thoroughly committed to the importance of what we're trying to do. And, and on the ride, how does that Christian commitment and, and that message of the Bible Society get shared with the riders? I mean, like, obviously there's something there that says they want to go on this ride and, and help raise money to get Bibles to, to people. But yeah, is there a way to share yeah. that? It's certainly a normal devotional program that uh, the writers carry out as they go around. I think probably the most encouragement comes from the churches that they visit, where people will pray for them, they'll pray about the work, and uh, they'll often share some of the stories of how the work has impacted people and the difference that it's made. So uh, it's, uh, it's just a very encouraging time for everyone. Mm. And just finally, Greg, uh, previously the... the Bike for Bibles program has been more of a state-based thing. Different states run the different uh, Bike for Bibles at a time of year that really suits them best. But um, why is it so different to have a national bike ride? Well, the great thing with the Bible Society is in the last couple of years, we've moved from being a state-based organisation to one national organisation. And it means that we've been able to use our donor support much more efficiently so now we have one Bike for Bibles program across all the states. So in the past, it was a bit tricky to drive from state to state because different states had different programs. Now we've got this great Australia-wide ride uh, and everyone can get behind the same, the same program. Um, it really is a, a godsend that we've been able to nationalise the society and uh, any, anyone who's involved in state-based organisations knows the, the challenges of, of trying to make it work. Um, now we've just been able to elevate everything to a new level and hopefully as a result be able to put more money into our mission. Mm. Well, uh, Greg, when it all washes up, what are you hoping to see um, as a result of the Bike for Bibles other than just the, uh, the fundraising targets met? Well, I'd love to see the whole team safe and well at the other end. <laughs> That's one of my uh, great prayers. Um, I'd love to see them happy and fit and well and, and really feeling like they've, uh, as one of them said, uh, ticked something off the bucket list. Um, after that, look, we just want to see um, the profile of Bible mission raised in Australia by this sort of activity. There's so much need, Matt, around the world um, in terms of translating the Bible into the languages that don't have it yet, of getting Bibles into people's hands, whether they're physical books or devices so they can use the internet and download Bibles. Uh, there's just so much need around the world. And we know that the Bible changes lives, changes individuals, changes families, changes societies. And this is just one part of trying to gather the resources to do that. In Australia, I think we all agree we're incredibly blessed. And uh, this is just one way we can show a thanks to God by giving back. And people get fit in the process. You should see these guys. Muscles are bulging. <laughs> Definitely uh, not my idea of fun, but I'm glad there's somebody out there who does enjoy that sort of thing. More power to them. Excellent. Well, Greg, it's great to chat to you, and it's great to hear about this epic bike ride that the Bible Society have started over the weekend. Thanks, Matt. Thanks for your support. Like what you've just heard? There's more great podcasts, or you can listen to us live at vision.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation of any amount will help us continue connecting faith to life. Learn more or donate today at vision.org.au.